What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, what's going on fam? What you're going to be listening to is an inside scoop of my team meetings that I run every Wednesday with all my clients of the VU fam. So in this team meeting, we go over your struggles, we go over your wins, and we talk about ways on how I can actually elevate my whole coaching experience so that they can get better results. So stay tuned. If you're not a client of mine and you would like to know more details on how you can join the VUFAM, you can send me a message on Instagram at Vision Fitness to inquire more about coaching. Anyways, hope you get value from this episode and let's listen in. All right, again, welcome to the team meeting. So I wanna know, what is your biggest win this week? I know we have a smaller house than usual, but it's all good, more intimate, uh, more attention to all of you who show up. So yeah, let me know, what is your biggest win this week? Uh, Since we have a smaller room, you can just unmute yourself and give me your biggest win. You don't have to worry about uh, typing in the chat or anything unless you're really shy and you can do that, but you're all not shy, okay? If you're in the team meeting, I know you're not shy. So uh, we're going to start off with Tony. Since you were the first one to speak, what is your biggest win this week? Go ahead. Um, I think I already said it. No, no, no. Yeah. I think I already said it in the thing. Like, honestly, probably, no. No, yeah, that would be my biggest win, I think. Because I, I know in the thing, in the, the, the checklist, you did put stats, but like, honestly, I didn't want to do it, you know, but I feel good. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't want to make, I don't want to trigger, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like I'll just, I'll wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> so are you, are you, are, you, are you referring to the scale, right? When yourself? Yeah, the scale. Sorry. That's gotcha. My... Gotcha. So again, Tony. Tony, um, if you haven't already, I want you to listen to my podcast or you can watch the live training on it where I said that scale is a double-edged sword. You have to know when to say fuck it, all right? So if you haven't listened to that or watched the training, make sure you watch that because that's super important. That was Monday, right? Correct? Uh, That was, I believe it was last week or two weeks ago. But if you listen to my podcast, it should be fairly recent. So I want you to listen to that, all right? But do that. Other than that, Tony, uh, you said your biggest mm-hmm. win was like just being consistent, checking off all the boxes. Yeah. Yes, correct. Hell yeah. And then, um, yeah, that was it. Just doing it. Just getting doing it, it showing up, getting it done. I like it. And yeah, uh, you did mention that you posted that inside the Facebook group, which is, mm-hmm. you know, just showing up, being consistent. And that's, that's honestly a big win. You know, that's, that is yeah. a big win. You know, so I'm Thank proud you. of you. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, it. Tess. Uh, what is your biggest win this week, Tess? Share it with us. Um, I think I posted on the thing, but um, let me try to remember. Um, I say one was like, I've been really consistent getting in my steps because my goal is 8,000 steps, but I've been getting in like 11,000, 12,000 some days. And so it, I feel like I have like, just like more like drive and momentum, I guess, going, but 
Um, the other thing is I um, have been like getting in more protein, I guess, too, like more than I like I have my goal, like, but some days I've gotten in way more. And I think that's good. Like I've been discovering like new like things for protein that will help like, like, um, there's like this microwave protein pancakes, I've been making lots and then some protein milk and stuff. So it's been kind of interesting, just kind of figuring out, I guess, like, I almost feel like it's almost like, um, like science in a sense like figuring out your protein and stuff and then figuring out how you can manipulate it i guess so yeah yeah honestly like those are some big freaking wins right there and you the fact that you have your goals set out but then again you overachieve it um and the the protein goal that's set out for all of you is just a bare minimum and it's okay if you go over it in fact i actually encourage you to try to hit over that because the more protein um that's the bare minimum, right? If you get more than that, it's only going to benefit you more. Uh, it's going to keep you more satiated. It's going to burn more calories, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, that's a big win. And also test, like I, I feel you on that in terms of like uh, the protein goal. Um, that's honestly like, uh, it's an art, <laughs> you know, like trying to find ways to like fit your protein in. Uh, so I love that, you know, you're, exper you're experimenting with like a bunch of new recipes. Um, as you mentioned, like the protein pancakes, uh, finding like different ingredients and like uh, things that you can buy that has higher protein content. That's a big one in itself. So I'm super proud of you. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So Renice, what is your biggest win this week? Um, I actually have a non-scale victory. Um, so I went to Launchpad this weekend and it's, uh, it just opened up in Calgary. It's like top golf in the States where it's golfing. So I haven't worn a golf shirt in two years since before the pandemic. And my golf shirt was pretty tight and I put it on with my golf pants and it was like significantly like looser. So wow. I, like, I've been so focused on the scale and I know you keep saying, don't focus on the scale. And I was like, Oh, I'm not really making any gains and whatever. Like I'm doing great in the gym, but I just, that was the first time that I actually physically noticed with my clothing just how different it was. So that was a super pumped. Let's go. Hey, Tony, Tony, before you joined Renice, Tony just had something uh, similar to say, like she didn't want to like focus too much on the scale. So Tony, I want you to take what Renice just said. All right. Just remember. <laughs> yes. That, that hard work, that consistency will pay off. All right. <laughs> Even if you don't see the scale moving, just listen to Renice's advice right now. Like, don't focus on that. Start focusing on those non-scale victories and listen to that podcast episode if you haven't already. Let's freaking go. Yeah? That gets me so excited. Yeah. Hey, I got, I have like the Fabletics leggings. Do you guys know? You I think know I've heard those? of it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Have some, I love them. yeah. So like my ass, like the ass part, like above, like below the ass, that shit is baggy now. Like <laughs> I, I have to go down a size. So I'm so excited for that. Like, Let's freaking go, Tony. <laughs> hey, those are some yeah. big wins. Hey, this is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, you should not just let a number, like, dictate all your success and or your progress. Yeah. Like, the fact that, you know, your clothes are fitting better. Like, you're, like, feeling yourself. You're feeling good. You're having more energy. You're having, like, bigger strength in the gym. Like, this is something you got to be focusing on, Tony, all right? Because that's actually what's going to keep you consistent. Because I'll be honest with you, my weight hasn't really moved in the past three weeks. And I'm not pursuing any weight loss goals at the moment. But it's like, if I just base it off like 
the number not moving, then I'm going to be so discouraged. I'm just going to be like, what's the point in even going to the gym? What's the point in even following my nutrition? Like, there's no point. Like, the progress isn't there. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. My clothes are fitting better. I'm feeling stronger. That's what I'm focusing on. And that's that's why it's so important to, like, focus on, like, these non-scale victories. The scale is just one form of progress. And in my podcast, I listed, like, 10 other ways how you can measure your progress. So, Definitely give that a listen. I know I've been talking about it like at least five times now, but it's a highly valuable podcast episode that all of you need to listen to. So um, again, those are some great wins, uh, both Renice and Tony. I'm proud of you uh, for sharing that. And yeah, let's keep the momentum rolling. Um, Again, uh, I feel like today, as I mentioned, is going to be a smaller uh, room. It's going to be more intimate. So um, it might be a little bit shorter than usual, but it's all good depending on how much time we have. I just want to quickly go around the room, ask you all if there's any struggles. And you know, I love providing that value. So I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to leave the door <laughs> to anyone who has any struggles that they're willing to share. Go ahead. Mine's not protein. That's tough. Like, I think I got to 151 yesterday and I was like, I was so full. I was like, I'm going to have some eggs. And then <laughs> just like forcing it at that point. So I, I really have to do some more research on some like not as heavy protein snacks because it's getting, it's pretty tough to fill that in. And yeah. <laughs> and then water as well. Like I, I have not been able to do my water intake much this week just because meetings and everything. So, uh, I think I'm going to try and fill two water bottles at a time, just I don't have time to go back and forth. So you will see those habits not at their potential. So sorry about that. <laughs> all good. All good. And I, I appreciate you, you know, asking uh, those questions. Um, So what is it with the protein? Is it like you have a hard time hitting it or it's like it just keeps you so full? I think I'm so full like that that those eggs kind of did me over that day. And I like I know I'm I'm hitting my nutrition goals, but like it's. I just have to, I think, get used to it and, mm. and just, it's a lot, uh, especially with like the supplements and everything. I can't, I have to take supplements and I ordered a bunch cause I, I don't think I can actually eat that much. Mm -hmm. And this is also, by the way, I just want to say like this too, it's a good problem to have, um, in terms of like, you are in a calorie deficit, but then you're so full. It's like, oh my goodness. Like I can't even. Like I, I, I'm making progress and yet I'm so full. And, and oftentimes like when people try to like cut down and try to lose weight, whatever you want to call it, it's like, they're just starving themselves. And like, that's not the way how you should approach weight loss whatsoever. So the fact that, you know, you're saying like you're full and you're still making amazing progress. That's a good sign. All right. That I, I just want to make that clear. Um, again, so when it comes to the protein intake, protein is a very satiating macronutrient, which means the more, uh, the more protein you actually consume, the more full you're actually going to be. So that's normal, right? And as you mentioned, your goal is what? 150 grams of protein right now. Like that's pretty, that's a good amount of protein. And if you're consuming that throughout the day, then yeah, there's a high chance that you're going to be more full throughout the day, which is what you want. Right. Um, so my biggest thing is like, if you could, I would try to split it up into like smaller meals. Um, if that is more beneficial to you. So for example, as you mentioned, you're taking supplements right now, right? Um, so maybe you have a smoothie in the morning that could be maybe around like 40 grams of protein. That's going to keep you full. Um, but maybe like, 
around uh, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, right before your lunch, you might have a little bit of a snack. So maybe a protein bar. And that's going to keep you good for a little bit. That's not going to be as like heavy where you're like having another meal, but you're still going to get a good amount of protein in. And then for lunch, you can still have a smaller meal. So maybe around like 30 grams of protein if you're prepping it or whatever. So right then and there, you should already be around 100 grams of protein. So now from from 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. or whatever till dinner, you only need to get 50 grams of protein in again. So I would say like maybe for like your afternoon snack, you could also have something else like a protein snack, maybe some Greek yogurt, some berries that could still be, you know, another 20 to 30 grams. And then dinner, you can have something lighter if that's what you want. If you feel like, oh, you're already overstuffed throughout the day, then yeah, you don't have to overload on protein because you already got majority of your protein throughout the day. So now it's just about like planning and like budgeting how much protein you want to have in each meal. So dinner can only be like 20 grams of protein. And you see, like, it's still fairly evenly distributed. Like, yes, some meals might have more than others, but you're spacing it out in a way where um, you're eating where you're actually most hungry. So that's when like, let's say breakfast, for example, you're getting like the bulk of your protein in to keep you satiated. And then you're just having like smaller meals, smaller snacks, etc. And then later on in the day when you're actually overstuffed, it's not like, oh, you have to like force feed um, your meals in just to get those calories and protein in, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I am splitting it up. So I am having a, a super protein packed smoothie in the morning. And I know we talked about this last week. I can't, I have to just have like a rice cake at lunch because I'm so full. And then I have an, my additional like protein is in the evening. So I, I guess what I could try and do is have an afternoon snack, like have some boiled eggs or some almonds or something. So I'll try to do that next week. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, So if you're already having like smaller snacks throughout the uh, day, then again, like, my best piece of advice is you have to really identify uh, where are you feeling like the most full? Is it like right after breakfast, right after lunch, or is it like all throughout? Right after breakfast. Like okay. I can't, that smoothie will last me until 11. And then I'm like, oh man, I still gotta have lunch. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely okay. when so I'm most full. My, my best piece of advice is then I would look at your food choices then um, because your food choices, again, like if you compare like fruit, different types of fruit, some fruit, yes, fruit is good for you, but some fruit might have higher calories than others. So if you feel like, oh, you're oh, uh, so full, then I might swap to higher calorie dense foods. And this might be like counterintuitive or like counterproductive or whatever the word is um, in terms of like, oh, when you're thinking of like weight loss or like uh, being in a calorie deficit, you want to switch to low calorie dense foods, which is like foods that have low calories for like the amount of food it actually has. So some examples of low calorie dense foods are strawberries. Uh, you have blueberries, like pretty much a lot of fruit. Um, what else? What else? Low calorie dense food. Someone help me out. A no sugar added ketchup, for example, like low calorie dense, uh, a lot of food, uh, a spinach. That's another good one. Like a lot of vegetables are like very low calorie dense, um, high calorie dense foods. On the other hand, would be like olive oil, avocados, peanut butter. These are um, foods that are actually higher in calories for the amount of food you, you, you get. Like it's not, it's not as filling. It's not as satiating. You know what I mean? Like chocolate, for example, it's like one chocolate bar could be like 500, 600 calories. And it's like, when you eat that, it's like, you're not going to be full off that. Whereas if you, if you swap it to like a meal for 600 calories, like a good, well-balanced meal, you're going to be full off that, you know? So it really comes down to that. But if you if you are at the point where like 
you're full and you have a hard time getting your calories in, getting your protein, etc., then this is where, again, I would switch to high calorie dense protein choices, for example. So let's say right now you're eating like chicken breast. Chicken breast is typically higher protein, lower in fat, which means it's also low in calories. So a good alternate would be like switching to chicken thighs. It might be a little bit less in protein, but it has higher calorie content, you know? So you just, you're still getting your calories in, you're hitting your calorie goals, um, and you're still getting a good amount of protein in, for instance. But it's not like, oh, you could be super full because I'll, I'll tell you right now, like chicken breast is a lot more filling than chicken thighs, for instance, right? Um, another example is like if you're having Greek yogurt, instead of getting the 0% fat free, which is like, you know, very high in protein, uh, no fat whatsoever, it's like very filling, maybe you can opt for like maybe 1%, 2%, get a little bit more flavor, but you're still getting higher calories, a little bit less protein, and yet you're still hitting your goals and not being as like overstuffed. Does that make sense a little bit? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, when you're having your smoothies in the morning, right? Let's say you're adding in like strawberries or whatever. I would switch to a fruit that's like higher calories. So maybe blueberries. Blueberries has more calories than strawberries on a gram for gram basis, right? Uh, so small swaps like that could really help you um, hit your calorie goals and protein goals at the same time without feeling like you're missing the mark a little bit because you're hitting your protein goal, but it feels like, oh, you might fall short on your calories a little bit. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And by the way, if you want your uh, your nutrition to be audited tomorrow, I could definitely do that as well. And I hope I like, I can't, I'm only providing these tips like based on what I'm hearing. But if I can actually see it, I could give you uh, better pointers there. Is that cool? Okay. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm actually I'm okay at hitting my calories. It's just the the protein is the big one. But yeah, I'll definitely use your your advice. Thanks. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. So. Tess, any struggles that you're dealing with right now? And how can I help you? Um, I just want to say something about the protein. Yep. Because I've been, like, figuring it out. And, like, if you're, like, lacking a little bit of the protein sometimes, like, I, I think I posted in the group. Um, there's this, like, there's Fairlife protein milk. And that, I think it's called Joya, I think. That's the one that yep, I found. Because it had 16. Yeah. And I find that, like, sometimes if I'm a little short, if I have, like, a cup of that or something, it does kind of help balance it. And then what I honestly, like, I used to, like, never, like, I would use protein powder, but I would only, like, add it to smoothies. But now, like, I actually, like, just got a new container because I've been adding it to, like, pancakes, like, cooking, like, like literally it can go in anything it seems like so it I feel like like there's different ways like definitely to add the protein I guess so but I just wanted to say that so but um I don't really feel like I'm struggling too much this week the only thing that I've noticed like I know the whole scale thing is the thing but um Let's see, the last, like, I don't know if this is something I've figured out, but the last three days, I've been the same weight for three days straight. And what I'm wondering is, because I'm at a 2000 bracket, and I noticed that, like, sometimes I think, oh, if I go over, like, 2000 to be, like, 2200 or even 300 or something, I think, okay, I'm going to gain weight the next day, like, when I, if I weigh myself, and, but 
it hasn't been that way. It's been just consistent. So then part of me is like wondering if I'm exactly 2000 calories, will the weight start to go down a little bit because it's staying the same because I'm going over the calories, but I don't know if that's anything, but yeah. So that's a great question. Um, and I love that you asked that. And so uh, first of all, I appreciate you sharing your input on like the protein to help out Renise. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, and yeah, just making like smarter uh, substitutions with like your foods, like switching to like ultra filtered milk, um, like Joya, Fairlife, etc. That's actually going to help you a lot with your protein, Renise. So hopefully that was helpful. Um, so Tess, addressing like your question based on like, oh yeah, you're within like the 2000 calorie bracket, right? So within the 2000 calorie bracket, you have to understand that your calorie deficit number is not... A static number which means like it's actually more of a range you know so when i say like 2000 calories it's more of like anywhere between like 1800 to 2200 like that's where the range lies um and again if you are eating like let's say 2200 or 2300 you might still be in that deficit you know you might still be in that deficit or you might just like moving like let's say you're eating 1800 right and then you're eating 2200 the next day and you might be the same weight that that tells me it's like, oh, well, it's not like you increase your calories back to maintenance. It's just like you're going from one end of the spectrum to the next, like you're still in that range. So oftentimes, like um, combine that with like other reasons why the scale fluctuates, like maybe it's like water weight, maybe it's like um, salt, you're close to your cycle. Like there's so many other reasons on like why the scale fluctuates. And you also have to understand like fat loss does not happen on a day to day basis. You know, it does not happen on a day-to-day basis. This is why I always like to look at the longer term picture, like a trend. Like I can eat like 800 calories today and tomorrow I might gain weight. Like you can't just look at it like day to day. You have to look at like zoom out a little bit and look at like the bigger picture. So like on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on like uh, a bi-monthly basis, et cetera. So that's why I always say like, try to be as consistent as possible when you're tracking calories, try to stay within like your brackets, you're hitting your protein goals, like keeping everything consistent. That's why when I see like, oh, this person has been like a hundred percent consistent and they're not really losing weight in like the past three weeks. They're not really like, they're in, not losing inches. I'm looking at like all forms of progress. You know what I mean? So for at least like three weeks or so, then I'm like, okay, maybe this person has hit a plateau. Then we can start like maybe either adding in some additional cardio, burning more calories, et cetera, or just tapering down the calories a little bit if we have enough wiggle room. Uh, for some people, they m- not necessarily have that wiggle room, especially if they're eating like very low calories. And this is a topic that I've also covered um, in today's training. And I've also touched uh, briefly touched upon uh, last week where uh, we talked about reverse dieting, like pretty much bringing your metabolism back up to a healthy spot because the last thing we want is like um, we're getting to like very low calories like we're eating uh, very low calories on a day-to-day basis and our body doesn't want that like our bodies are just not designed to lose weight like your body does not care that you want to lose weight or like you want to look good you know your body's like main intention is to just survive and like keep the lights on you know what I mean so just to answer your question um, before I like ramble on and segue off it's um you can be the same weight and still increase your calories. You know, like yesterday, I want to say I ate like, uh, like 300, 400, 500 calories above. And I still like stayed the same weight, but that doesn't mean like, Oh, I'm not in a deficit or whatever. Like that's not my goal. Uh, first of all. And secondly, it's like, um, you can 
blow past your calories and still not gain much weight or if not any weight at whatsoever. That does not mean that, oh, calorie deficit doesn't work. You know, that's why when a lot of times when people say like, oh, I ain't in a deficit and didn't lose any weight today. Well, it's like because you're looking at it on a day-to-day basis. Like we all know fat loss happens over a long period of time, right? Um, so just to give some uh, some context, in one pound of fat, that's 3,500 calories. Unless your maintenance is already 3,500 calories and you ate nothing the next day, then yeah, you will lose one pound of fat. But in reality, it doesn't work like that. There's so many other factors. So that's why when we recommend like, you know, 500 calorie deficit per day, that equals to roughly about one pound of fat per week, right? So that's just a base rule of thumb. Um, But again, like I wouldn't worry too much about it. Like, oh, you're going over 200 calories per day or whatever. And you stayed the same weight for three days. Um, You can, I've, I literally stayed the same weight for like three weeks or like two weeks, one day, like it doesn't matter, you know? take a look at the longer picture, just be consistent. And if there's any issues or like I'm seeing your progress stall, then that's when I will start making those adjustments. If that makes sense. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I think what, I don't know. I think for a couple weeks or I don't know if it's less than that. I was just like, I don't know, pretty close to 2000, but then lately sometimes I'm going a bit over. So I'm trying to just kind of try my best to not go over, but I don't know. So yeah. There's one strategy too that um I've also brought this up. Um, it's called calorie cycling. So instead of like looking at oh 2,000 like every single day you have to hit 2,000, what you can do is like multiply that number by the whole week. So now you have 14,000 calories. That's your weekly budget now, right? So think about it like okay. Um, let, let's use an analogy of like, oh, you have a bank account. Um, like your calories are pretty much like, let's say it's money. So let's say you have 2000, 2000 calories or like $2,000 per day that you get to spend. All right. And in a week, that means you have $14,000 that you get to spend. If you spend $14,000 in one day, then yeah. And you fast for like the six days. I don't recommend that by the way, this is just an example then yeah, you have nothing else else to spend for the rest of like the the week. Um, If you decide, oh, you're going to spend 3,000 today or maybe not 3,000, but let's say you spent uh, 2,500 today, then tomorrow you spend, let's say 1,500 and it kind of like evens up, you know, like you overspent 500 today, you underspend 500 tomorrow and the net is still going to be 2,000 calories or $2,000. Right. So at the end of the day, like at the end of the week, I should say, it's like, as long as you're within like the 14,000 range, then we're on the right track. That's a great, a greater way to like, think about it. Right. Um, and there's research that's shown, you know, like it does not matter if you like in a consistent calorie deficit, which means like 2000 per day, or you start cycling. So a lot of times, um, people on their training days, they like to have higher calorie days because your body actually needs it. Um, so for instance, if you're, if you're going to start working out again on your higher calorie days, you might bump it out to 2,200. So you're going to allow yourself to have 200 more calories on those days that you're training. And on your rest days, you might taper down 200 calories. So it's going to be 1800 calories at the end of the day. Again, as long as you're within that 14,000 calorie range, then yeah, we're on the good, uh, we're going to make like similar results, right? So it does not matter. That's just a strategy. Um, a lot of, I, I prefer to keep things consistent, but however you like to split things up, that's completely up to you. 
Is that helpful? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Can I make a comment on that? Yep. So um, actually, I Tess, I did that. Kevin got me to do that in the beginning. Well, I think it was probably my third or fourth month because my weekends are always higher. Like Monday to Thursday, I'm really good at um, like eating healthy and being in a routine and everything. And then, of course, you have drinks with friends and you go off the rails. So it worked great. However, I just want to put a disclaimer if you do that. I have a very bad habit about like I'm in my head, right? So then I said, I can't have anything Monday to Thursday. And then I binge on the weekend, which you have to be cognizant of because you can have bad habits out of that because now I'm not, I'm every day is the same. And I'm really, it's actually really helped me to like, there's nothing that I don't crave. If I want a chocolate bar or um, some chips, I will have that on a Monday. I'm not going to wait on a Saturday because even my workouts, I was like, I can't work out on the weekend. That's my cheat weekend. And then I binge so much and then I gain weight and it's like, I start back on Monday. So just wanted to put my vulnerability that, that, that created some bad habits for me. It worked great in the beginning, but maybe don't try and do that for too long. Cause, um, then you might just like on a Wednesday, if you want to go for drinks, like, Oh, I can't because that's not my, my weekend. Right. Yep. I love that, by the way, I love that you brought that in that caveat because that's also super important. Um, and I want to say this too, it's not for everyone. Um, but I will say it's like, you don't know unless you try. So if this is something you're curious in, like you can definitely try it. But if you feel like, oh, you got to fall off the rails and like, oh, your, your uh, higher calorie days on the weekend turns into like a whole cheat weekend where instead of like eating 3000 calories uh, per day on those weekends, now you're eating like 5,000, 6,000 calories every single day, then it's like, no, that's not good whatsoever. It, it, it really takes a lot of like discipline and like, um, understanding that this is a strategy. Um, not everyone is going to adhere to the same strategy. This is why I preach, you know, balance and moderation. If you want a cookie on the weekday, then have that cookie on the weekday. Like, don't feel like you have to restrict yourselves. And I'm also glad that Renice went through this because she now knows that, okay, this does not work for her. Now she can like stick to, you know, maintaining a method that is actually sustainable. Right. Um, and again, Renice, like if I known that that would have happened, then yeah, I wouldn't have recommended it. Right. But there's no way in like actually knowing until you actually go through it. And that actually used to happen to me a lot too. Right. Like I would go on the weekends and I'm like, oh, this is my cheat weekend. And then I would eat everything in sight. And that's not healthy whatsoever because I restricted like Monday to Friday. So that's not healthy whatsoever if you, if you just think about that. Um, but yeah, if you're just like strategically like thinking about it, knowing that, oh, you can have your foods in moderation, just like some days might be lower, some days might be higher, then yeah, that could be a, a viable method. Does that sound good? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to Tony. Tony, any struggles, anything that's holding you back right now? Let us know. Oh, yeah. Vodka. <laughs> okay. So like, I'm going to have it. But, like, uh, in moderation, right? So, like, I know, like, I was tracking. It's funny. You know what I tried to do? I tried, you know how you, like, we're tracking the the foods, right? The scanner. Like, I tried to track a mudslide. <laughs> it didn't work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, but, like, let me just, um, I know, like, I, I don't want to overeat for that reason, right? So, like, that's why I'm trying to keep it in check. But like, what is your take on that? Like, let's just, I know, okay, wait, I have one more birthday party to go to this weekend and then I'm gonna cool it. Okay. So I'm gonna really like buckle down. Okay. But like. 
So what's the question? You know? So like, it's fine if I have it. <laughs> no, it's probably not. Cause that's probably what was like, uh, kind of keeping me like, not the best numbers, right? Um, so like, like, well, well, what's the question here? Are you asking whether or not you can have vodka or? Yeah. Okay. Like, sorry. I don't know. I just wanted your uh, take on that because that just like made me think about it because I have also been indulging in that Okay. a little bit. So yeah, again, like as I mentioned, there's no foods that's off limits. That includes alcohol. If, if you're fine to like, you know, have a few drinks, like I'm not judging, like that's completely fine. I still have the occasional drink all the time. Like uh, not all the time. What am I saying? I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. I promise. Right? <laughs> no, but I do have a, a few drinks like on special occasions. Like when I went to my event um, back in February, I did drink like pretty much every single day. Like it was just like a one-time thing where like, I never do that. Right. So, um, special occasions, like that's completely fine. If it's a birthday, whatever. Right. I want you to enjoy yourselves. I don't want you to feel like you have to miss out on the fun. But if you choose not to drink, that's completely fine as well. Like it's your body, it's your choice, right? Uh, but I will say like when it comes to vodka, when it comes to like drinking alcohol of any sort, you also have to understand that it has calories, right? It has calories and that's also something you have to be mindful of. Uh, so alcohol, I want to say it's like a, a, a special macronutrient, uh, believe it or not. Um, you know how I say there's like three main macronutrients. There's carbs, there's proteins, there's fats. Um, alcohol is actually very interesting because alcohol actually has seven calories per gram. Okay. You know how carbs and fats, they have, sorry, sorry carbs and proteins have four calories per gram. Uh, fats has nine calories per gram. Alcohol in this case has seven calories per gram. And if you were to track that, right? Like you won't, you're not going to see like the macronutrient It's just like a secret hidden macronutrient. Um, I would either like, again, if you know how much you're actually pouring out, um, if it's a shot glass or whatever, then yeah, you would just type in vodka shot glass or whatever on my fitness pal. And then you could just track it. And oftentimes that number that those calories will either be distributed in either carbs or fats, but it doesn't matter. The main thing is like the calories, right? Um, so if you type in vodka and you type in Vusion fit right next to it, um, you can see, yeah. So there's a, there's a vodka entry that I've created. Um, that you can just choose and it has like the calories right there. So that's something that's um, very useful. And by the way, if in case you haven't noticed, um, if you type in Vision Fit on the search bar of MyFitnessPal, there's actually a lot of like common items like, you know, chicken breast, quinoa, oats, tilapia, beer, potatoes, uh, couscous, shrimp, yam, steak, cod, etc. wine. They have like a lot of common items uh, listed there. So if you ever need like an accurate like, um, choice to like track your food on my fitness pal, just type in Vision fit. Cause I had to manually input all of this just for your convenience, um, rice, etc. Um, but yeah, you can do that. That's one way of tracking. Um, another thing you have to notice too, it's like everything is fine in moderation, right? So if you're going out and you know that you're going to drink, I would put a limit on yourself. Like, okay, I'm only going to have two shots. That's it. Like it's just because you can have everything. Right. That doesn't mean like, oh, you, you can have it in unlimited quantities. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to like go out and make it feel like, oh, you have to get drunk. You have to take like eight shots in a row kind of thing. But, but if you want, like, that's completely your choice. But you also have to understand that um, if you have goals in mind, then you have to also make a compromise. Right. It's not about like, oh, you're going to get drunk every single weekend. Like, 
I don't think that's going to be no. beneficial towards your goals whatsoever. Right. Uh, so really think about, okay, what's your, what's, what's the limit that you're willing to put on yourself that you're going to be happy with and satisfied with, you know what I mean? Whether it's two shots, three shots, whatever that number is, stick with that, you know? Um, and this is also a good tip if you're like, for example, going on vacation or like having holidays. Okay, maybe I'm just going to have one big plate and everything's going to fit on that plate and I'm going to be happy with that. I'm going to be satisfied. That's another example, right? Um, just knowing your limits, having everything in moderation and just enjoy yourself, right? And once everything's done, you got to get back on track and you're going to continue crushing everything. Does that make sense? Awesome. Did Can I-, I give Tony a, a trick that I have? Yep. Do you mind? No. Sorry, I've got like so many hacks for everything. Um, <laughs> so what I do is like white cloths. Like I love mango white cloths. So it, they're still quite a bit of calories. So I take half a, and I use like a brumate or something insulated. I take half a white cloth. I put soda water and a little bit of diet seven up. And then your three drinks can turn into six drinks because you're really only drinking half of the calories because soda water and diet Sprite are zero calories. So that way, if you're at a party or whatever, and you know that you will finish your first two drinks in the first hour, at least it'll stretch it out a little bit. That's my hack anyway. That's a good hack. Hey, I think I'm a savage because I just like put some water in it. <laughs> you split it in two, right? Then you put like half the can in the fridge and then because it's not really like you want to hold a drink when you're at a party, right? Or when you're out with friends and it's not really like you need to actually have it being fully alcohol. So it's just it's helped me. And no one's going to know too, right? Like unless you're like, hey, everyone, I'm going to pour diet sprite in my drink like you can call me a loser no i'm just kidding but you know what i mean like no one's gonna judge you as long as you know you're there you're showing up and you feel like you know you're not compromising anything or like you're not like sacrificing everything then yeah that's what really matters right tony so hopefully those tips help um did you have any other questions or anything like that um yeah, I'll just have to like rewatch what you said about the vodka and scanning it because my toddler literally fell down the stairs and then I had to go. I didn't even hear that whole four minutes, whatever you just said, but I'll just like circle back and watch it later. Okay, I'm very sure that uh, that happened. Um, hopefully he's okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely go go back and rewatch everything. But other than that, uh, did you get your questions answered and everything? Yeah, I think I got everything down packed. Oh yeah, also for the win, I bought a digital scale, so I'm ready to get, like, I don't want to be obsessed, but I'm ready to next level this, you know? Hey, let's go. Hey, I love it. Yeah, let's go. I have a digital scale too, and it links to my uh, phone, so I'm not sure if you have that too. Like, all I do is, like, it's a Bluetooth, so... No, I just got a baby one from Dollarama. Ah, okay, a starter. Okay, okay, awesome, no worries. All right, so now that we've gone over everyone's struggles, I want to ask you all, do you feel like there's anything that in the program could be improved or like um, make tweaks, like I can make tweaks on anything, constructive criticism, anything right now, here's your chance. You can tell me you hate me. You can tell me that this is the best thing ever, whatever you want. Go ahead. Um, I think that I should have measured everything to like my neck to my fucking bicep like I, I didn't do that I wish I did that you know like I wouldn't be tripping about the skill like 
if I, you know, if I did that, like I should have, I, th I think you should make that a, make that a general rule. If it's not like, I guess it was just, sorry. No, it's all good. I, I, I love that suggestion. So what I do, I don't typically get everyone to like do measurements, um, like of everything, but typically if you want, like you can do your waist measurements. Like that's the main thing that, um, a lot of people, I guess they care about like, Oh, I want to make sure my waist is getting smaller or whatever. But if you're interested in like, Oh, making sure like, Oh, your arms are getting more toned, more defined, whatever, then yeah, you can definitely do that. Right. Um, but Tony, the only thing I need you to understand, it's like, you're saying, I wish I did that. It's like, it's not too late. Yeah. You can still do that now. You know, like I've been doing it. Good, good. That's what matters. Like, it doesn't matter like what's happening in the past. What matters now, it's like you've learned from your mistakes and now you're going to carry that mm -hmm. on. Right. So yeah. over time, like even like a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, whenever, like along your journey, you're going to look back and see like, mm -hmm. wow, I can't believe my, you know, my belly used to be like this many inches or whatever. And I still, ha I, I, I have records of like my, um, my measurements from like 2017. So that's been like five years ago. I, I have, I haven't taken measurements like recently, but I might, and I'll look back on it and be like, damn, I, that's how much I've grown. That's how much I've improved, you know? So, uh, my best piece of advice is like, keep that in like a secure spot. Um, I keep it on my, like my USB. I keep it on the cloud, on the internet, wherever, but just keep that on a uh, secure spot because also this is a lifelong journey. So you can look back like two years from now, five years from now and be like, damn, you know, I made crazy progress and I'm freaking proud of myself for doing that. So that's my best yes, piece of advice. Okay. Also, I'm happy that now my waist is smaller than my hips and ass now. Okay. Like I just like lowered my risk of something. What was it? Heart disease or something like that? I I'm sure you got a right? lot more, more health benefits. All right, Tony. So I'm super yeah. freaking proud of you. Keep showing up, keep being consistent because you're, you're slaying it. All right. I love it. All right. Anyone else, anyone else have any suggestions, comments, feedback on the program? How can I make this experience better for all of you? Tess, Renise, anything you want to add? Okay. Um, I was just going to say that I really like how more people are posting in the Facebook group. Um, I don't know. There are times I kind of wonder, like, the little chat thing that's inside the app, like, people could post there, too. But I guess as long as, like, it is nice, even if people are just posting in the Facebook group. So. But Let's start with that thing, right? Yeah. Do it, and then I'll do it, and then we'll just, like, start a chain reaction. How about that? Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah. Hey, we can do that for sure. It's like the, the main reason why I, I have both like the Facebook group and the app is because on the app, I, I'm, I'm sure like most of you have your notifications on um, and I can just tag everyone in one go uh, like, oh, hey, everyone, I'm live right now. Hey, everyone out the team meeting right now. That's what I like on Facebook. I can't really do that. So um, and most of the time you have Facebook notifications like turned off anyways, like at least I do. Uh, so that's like very hard to like get people to see everything what's going on. Um, so that's why I have that trainerized group. But if we want to like start posting our wins, struggles, whatever inside there, then yeah, we, we're more than likely uh, uh, more, more, more welcome to do that. Um, 
but yeah, I'm also glad that the Facebook group is like everyone's uh, contributing. And I do want to say, Tess, I know that was your suggestion. So I do want to give you credit for that. And I feel like it also helps because I'm also participating in the daily accountability challenge because not only this helps me stay account accountable, but I also want to like lead by example. You know what I mean? So um, thank you, Tess, for your suggestions. And uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that everything's popping off. And for me, like, if you guys post, I'm more likely to post because like Kevin will know my Instagram was always in the beginning. I was posting my my workouts and my food and everything. And then my friends are like, like, they don't really care. So <laughs> it's I'm glad to have an avenue that I don't have to like flood my Instagram with different recipes. But it's also selfishly for me because that's my book of reference. When I do make something, I go on Instagram because my photos like my photos on my phone is ridiculous. I'll never find something that I did through months later so if I can have a book or record even now for protein I was like what were you guys talking about and you said that revolution nutrition no I think that's what it's called and I just typed in protein yeah and I and it popped up and I was like oh there we go and then like your pancakes came up test so like even that now that you can search through keywords like that's really helped me for different recipe tips so I, I'd love to see more if you guys have more recipes hey let's go and by the way like um, just having like this community and having this culture, like it just makes me so happy because I'm telling you all right now, this is just the beginning. As long as I'm alive, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. So our family is only going to grow from here. Uh, so be prepared because again, more recipes, more friendly faces, more wins, more struggles. Everything is just going to be like up, sky, skyrocketing from here. All right. So um, keep showing up. I'm super proud of each and every single one of you. Thank you so much for like your comments, sharing your wins, your struggles, etc. Um, and yeah, if there's no other comments or anything, I would like to end the meeting here. Um, thank you so much for all your time and you know where to find me. All right. So until next week, I will see you all again soon. Take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.